Bam, we're live. You <laughs> <laughs> go live button and then didn't put, didn't put myself up there. <laughs> oh, wait, you have some funky audio, I think. Good morning, Susa. Good morning. Do I? I is, is your mic turned on? It sounds like your computer's um, picking it up. Who, who's not 5'6? I'm not 5'6, that's for sure. How about now? Oh, because it says that on my driver's license. I know. I saw that, too. I saw that, too. There is no way. I'm, I, I shouldn't say there's no way. I'll measure myself. What if, what if, I, what if I've shrank? I'm, four, I'm 50. What if I'm – don't dudes get shorter as they get older? I don't know if that's a thing. Because it hey, might sound okay. You know that guy who trolls our account? Uh, you know that guy who trolls our account, YOLO to the moon? Yes. He's like at a hundred thousand, and I just just constantly ignore that fucking douchebag. Yes, well, yes. I saw that that guy commenting on someone else's no post the exact same way. I'm thinking about banning his ass. Not that he does anything mean. I'm just it's just like enough. It's like it's like quackadoodle <laughs> shit. <laughs> what were they Stop. saying on the other account? Same stuff. Same? same stuff. Remember when I went to blah 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 with you? Really? Hey Corbin, what's up? What reminded me of that is because Corbin says yo. Oh, and that's like YOLO to the moon. Yeah, YOLO to the moon. I sent over my um, notes for the show. Did you see them by any chance? They're they're crazy long today, which I think is good. It makes me feel when I'm interviewing people, I don't want a lot of notes. It scares me like, oh, man, I'm all going to be all over the place. But for these live calling shows, I feel like I'm showing up to a fight with like a loaded gun. Oh, my gosh. Hey, can you can you tell I, I, do you know how to order a ceo shirt like do you know what website to go to and all that do you know how to do that you mean the link that we have or just in general just in general like like someone said to me yesterday hey i want to buy one of those shirts how do i do it i'm like i have no idea and they're like how can you not know i'm like how would i know you know life as rx that's where you go you can't go to our website and do it yeah you can actually I, i'm really fucking wound up about the shirts I should be like, I should be happy. Can you tell by my texting in the morning that I'm like irritated? <laughs> I, I know. I can tell by now. I know. And I, I, know. I, I feel like a prima donna or like I have some sort of. um. I don't think that's it, but that's the way sometimes I don't think like that. I, I hope that's not it. But Wait, what do you mean prima donna? Like, instead of being happy, like, oh, my God, we sold out of our shirts. I'm fucking so annoyed that I only have one. I can't find my CEO shirt this morning. Why can't I order five more? Why are we sold out? Like, that shirt is so dope. You know, like, my inbox is just full of people asking where to get that shirt. And that oh. shirt is really fucking cool, and it's fun to wear. And it fits fucking great. And it says CEO on it. And it's in the gold lettering. And it's just gangster. Mm -hmm. and, and, like... <sighs> And, and Marcus and Life as RX did an amazing job, but like I just here here's the good news. I just ordered a, a shirt from I ordered a shirt from Patrick Bed David from Valuetainment at least a week before he came on, and it just showed up yesterday or the day before. Oh, so it's so, been a couple weeks. Yeah, so his shit's slow as fuck too. Not as slow as ours. I swear to God, it's I used to make fun of Josh Bridges for how slow his coffee came. Our shirts are like his donkeys run laps around our shit. Well, well, I think you all, I mean, there was a pre-sale, right? So technically we had the shirts up and then it took a little bit to get them into, into production. 
I guess. So I'm, I'm just so fucking annoyed. I, I know. I, I just and and I want to see a mock up of that politically homeless shirt, and I want to see the red one already. Like, how come we don't have a mock up of it? I just and and here's the part that makes no sense. It's not. It's not like. It's not like we're selling thousands of these and making the guy anybody rich. I mean, we haven't made any money. We're putting all the money back into sending out like free shirts, hoping like Sarah Sigmund's daughter wears one or Danielle Brandon <laughs> ties it around her waist. So you get a glimpse of CEO <laughs> on her butt, but, but it's like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm wound up. We better get some maybe more it's shirts. Just me, maybe. Yeah. That's awesome. I love hearing you say, okay, so here's the site. How do you, how does someone order a shirt? Okay, so merch. God, I hate that term. I hate that term is so fucking millennial. Merch? Yeah, merch. But it's fine. It's just me. We could have that changed. I just when I see merch, I just think of like Logan Paul. I I agree. Well, <laughs> did you see what Will said? Our shirts are delivered on a wagon attached to Josh's new <laughs> infant tummy. You guys, you guys know that there's no that there's no um, debate about free freedom of speech, right? That's the one you bring a, a gun to, the freedom of speech debate. You guys know that, right? Don't ever – I saw this um, – Logan Paul and his buddies were interviewing Dana White. I'm a Dana White fan, and so I watched it, and this guy's like – the guy was saying the dumbest shit to Dana, not Logan, one of his his buddies. And But but maybe maybe he was doing it on purpose. I want to cut him some slack. It may, maybe he was acting naive. Maybe he was doing that on purpose to stir the conversation. But there should be no limit to freedom of speech, none. Really, I mean, it's it's it's. They're, they're like, well, what about hate speech? They were trying to defend hate speech. No one knows what hate speech is. Can you define hate? Yeah, no, 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 you cannot. I was thinking about this morning, starting about why Black Lives Matters is so bad again. I remember the first time I saw a Black Lives Matter sign. I was in Berkeley, many many years ago, and I thought it was internal. Um, I thought it was internal speech. Like if they said, like if I, like since I'm Armenian, I get all these Armenian newsletters and things. And I thought it was like, hey, you should worry about the Armenians in, in Armenia and send money there. I thought it was like that. I thought Black Lives Matter was like the black community speaking to the black community. Like, hey, you, you know that 51% of all fucking murders are committed by black, 6% of the population, which is black men. And 96% of those killings are black people. Please stop killing your people. I thought it was like that. Mm. And you know what I was thinking? It's so obvious that everyone who that touches is racist because um, – Or confused. And, 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 ah. Well, they're confused because they're racist because – like that, that means nothing to me, Black Lives Matter, because I don't see people as black or white. But if you see yeah. black people, that, that means that's huge to you. It's huge. And so right away it draws out all the racists. That's why I know all of you who have those black squares are racist. I know I know how the brain fucking works. It's not fucking rocket science. And at the essence, that is what racism is, is when when the predominant mechanism that you use to see other people is the color of their skin. By the way, isn't it fascinating? I was I was watching something that my kids were watching the other day. It's like science for six year olds or something. And they were saying that basically when you see something, it's not actually that color. That's the color it's reflecting that it's actually not. So black people are everything but black. I was like, wow, that's fascinating. I don't know if that's true, but like my glasses, everyone sees them as red, but they're not red. That's the color that's reflecting on them because that's the color that it won't, that it won't absorb. Interesting. <sighs> you know, fire doesn't burn shit either. Yeah, it's like the gases on top of it or something like that. Oh, yeah, you hang out with firemen. Yeah, I had a yeah. friend who went through the fire academy, and he's like, yeah, fire doesn't burn stuff. I'm like, what? 
And he's like, yeah, look at a match. He's like, the object gets so hot that it, it starts gassing. And then the gas ignites. And then I was like looking at a match. I'm like, oh shit, the fire doesn't touch the match. Mm -hmm. If you can't think clearly about stuff, you're screwed. Someone be like, well, why is that important? You have to be able to think clearly about things and see things for what they are. Or you'll fall for some shit like Black Lives Matter. Which is a, which is a fantastic mechanism if it was in speaking internally. Armenian lives matter. Like that would be good for our, like like Armenian lives matter. Please donate to orphans of Armenia after the earthquake. Like internally, it's a good message. Outside, you don't want that. You you don't want non-Armenians to be messaging them like that because what it does is it separates you from them. It doesn't bring you closer to them. Separation. It's just, it's just the way the brain works, guys. If you want to get twenty percent off of. Oh, I used my, I had a bag of Paper Street coffee here that I used, but I, I, I grinded it. I grinded it. So Katie, thank you for the uh, $20 merch. Sounds like something you'd say right before smash that. The light. Yes, I know. <laughs> Why am I so opposed to that? It's all just. That's okay. You could be opposed to that. I'm not really a huge fan of like smash that like button. Although I am the one that comes into the comments when I'm not around and puts it. Yeah, people. that's the part. Like I want everyone to like it and subscribe, but like, I don't want to beg for it for it. Yeah. And so going back to the original stuff, with but the maybe shirt. it's not begging it's reminding. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So, the shirt. Yeah. Well, let's pretend like we're buying a shirt. Let's do okay. it. Okay. So here I am at the seven podcast.com. Yeah. I'd like a large, please. I'm going to go check out our blog here. Eventually I'm not interested in the blog. I just like to buy a shirt. I just listen to the podcast. Thank you. Boom. Oh yeah. Can I buy that CEO shirt? I'll take a large, please. 30 bucks. That's a little expensive. And okay. you could take a small, or you could take a double XL. I uh, know. I'll take a For large, me. please. It sold out. <laughs> I don't know if I like the name written on the side either on the on the sleeve. You don't? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know if I do. I just like. I just like. It reminds me of the Rossfit shirts. It's so nice. Yeah, the Rossfit shirts. Do you have one of those? Did those? I, did I, did. I, I probably. I don't know what happened to it. And you know what? It was one of those shirts that was just a little too small for me. So I had to be like, my diet had to be good. And, uh, and I didn't want to wear it cause I didn't want to screw it up. And while I was, I have some issues and now I've lost it. Oh. Um, Oh, here, this makes sense. Our shirts are delivered from a wagon attached to Josh's new infant donkey. <laughs> ah, that makes sense. That's why we only keep like 12 in stock because we don't guys, this is for animal rights. I think we sold a little bit more than 12. It's a fucking joke though. <laughs> it's a, so, hey, the good news is, is I think in 2022, a red shirt's going to come out. That's going to say CEO in there and it's going to be dope. I, but do you think, do you think that rich is ever like, Oh, I can't find a mayhem shirt this morning. Well, rich has been doing it for, like, Sevon, do you think you're rich? I guess not. You're right. <laughs> I have plenty of these. Do you want me to drop you off one of these? You don't. You don't like this one though. Uh, what's on the back? That's nice. It's nice. There's nothing on the back. I ordered these shirts from Amazon, and then I just had Grace like made this and then ironed it on. Oh, that's cool. That'll so be. I, fun. I have like a hand. I have a week. No, no, no. I've had these since uh, Miami. I just oh. don't wash them. <laughs> right right uh thanks brother jack off thank you jack off uh katie thank you for the money by the way honestly it means a lot i'm taking my son to a tennis lesson this morning and that will cover that um uh a th 13 year old boy i think i think he's like the best 13 year old 
of a boy in the area. I'm in Santa Cruz, California. Um, he's the jujitsu instructor's brother, young brother, and he's 13 years old. And he's supposedly fucking amazing at tennis. So I, I've been asking him if he'd play with Avi. So I can't wait to see that. I'll put some video up on my Instagram, by the way. Awesome. I'm wearing uh, today's my fasting day. I, and I and I always put on like jeans that are like too tight on me that are like cutting into my gut. Oh, you look good. Thanks. And I always put these on. I always put these on the days like I have like ten pair of jeans that are like too small for me. But on my fasting day, by the end of the day, they fit me. You know what I mean? They like feel good, and I'm like, oh wow. And and I just love that. I just love that because all the inflammation. I mean, it's not that I'm losing weight; the inflammation goes away. And I am puffy as fuck now. <laughs> I've been taking so much creatine and arginine. Oh, you're still taking that? Yeah. I, I got this. I, I bought it in bulk like five years ago. And about like four months ago, I'm like, you know what? In these two glass jars, I'm like, I need to just work through this shit. Hey, I'm um, speaking of supplements. I, I want to go to, um, can you pull up the comments on the, um, on the liver King episode? Mm, yeah. You should do a fast for like a month and see if they fit better. Thanks, dude. They fit great after <laughs> fucking 12 hours. Shut your pie hole, Darren. Oh, my gosh. Goodness. Uh, the value – I will say this on uh, one final note. Not only did Patrick David's shirt get, deliver faster than ours, but it's actually – it's a nice quality. Do you own one? I do not, no. Yeah. I usually don't like thick shirts, but it's a little bit thicker than ours. I don't like super thin Ooh. shirts either. Then they're too clingy to the body. These are nice. This, this, well, this isn't the one that Life is Our X sent out, but the Life is Our X shirts are nice. Yeah, they fit really well. They're really, really nice. So all the people who are DMing me and asking me for those shirts, so you saw, I guess you, I guess, I guess if you're tiny or giant, you can get them now. And I'll have maybe I'll have let. Why can't we just say that they're not sold out, but just delayed and let people start ordering? That's a great question. Okay, thank you, thank you. That's why that's why um, you run the back end, and I'm the interviewer because I ask these amazing questions. That's you're true. the business. You're the business guy. You should be asking the business questions. I will. I'll get on it after this. Um, can you uh, can you put them in or, uh, order of? Oh, it doesn't matter. There's not that many comments. I don't. Okay. I don't like. I got to switch around the comments. That might be above my pay grade. So, so Weston Pride diet theories. Oh, the. the, the this is interesting, but so Weston Price diet theories, Jocko discipline and ownership, traditional strongman activities. Okay, this was Rob Wolf meets Jocko Willick, damn near verbatim. But you could just keep going back and back and back. That kind of talk is just nonsense. You should know that the truth is only the truth, and the truth is the truth is the truth. And once you get to the truth, people just keep repackaging the truth. And there was a guy named William Burroughs crackhead genius from the i don't know the 60s and he wrote all the the, the greatest artists are just pe the greatest plagiarizers I, I i see things like this as this karmic neurot is just um this weird kind of arrogance it's it, it's it's fascinating to me instead of just there's a deep negativity to it i feel like like who got it before rob wolf and who got it before jocko mm. and who got it before weston price and who got it but like I was like, it doesn't even matter. Just right? stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then keep going down. There's a there's a question down here about steroids. Um, so this just Tori K. I don't know if you guys know this about me. I know some people must know it about me. 
Okay, here we go. This is uh, number 76. I just opened up to it. Men are born soft and supple. Dead, they are stiff and hard. Plants are born tender and pliant. Dead, they are brittle and dry. Thus, whoever is stiff and inflexible is a disciple of death. Whoever is soft and yielding is a disciple of life. The hard and stiff will be broken. The soft and supple will prevail. That has nothing to do with what I was going to tell you. But it's cool. That's from the Tao Te Ching, Stephen Mitchell translation, greatest book ever written. I know that bothers some people. Uh, I don't. I only can. Where we come from before we are born, how we are created, who we are, what we are, the depths of our identity, where we go when we die, what happens to our energy when we die. What what are the what are the pieces that mechanize us that make us seem like conscious beings and and allow us to cultivate self-awareness and to um, feel and be as what we are. That's the only thing I care about. Every single question that I'm talking about is headed there. That is the only thing I care about when it comes to talking to people. How deep can we go? There was a saying that I used to hear when I was a little kid. It would be like um, the whole world can be seen in a grain of sand. It doesn't matter what the topic is. We can find God talking about how shirts are sold and deployed over the earth. Or we can talk about God by using the Bible. Or we can talk about God talking about the taste of this coffee. We can get to it. If the right questions are asked, every subject leads to the deepest, deepest, deepest depths of our essence. And so that's why I'm that that's what I'm always doing. If you're ever wondering what I'm doing or why I didn't ask a certain question, or like some people like to be like, he likes to ask the hard questions or he keeps it real. It, it's it's none of that. Maybe those are just byproducts or symptoms because people don't want to talk about those things, but that's where every question I'm talking about. That's why I'm I I I it's always better. If I, if I'm on a, um, it's, it's better is not the right. It's always heavier and deeper. If I'm on a, just one-on-one with someone, because I'm, I'm going to run into the darkness, into the unknown and, um, with someone as fast as they'll let me. Most people don't even know the unknown exists. If you're like, what is someone talking about? There's a book um, called The Power of Now written by a man named Eckhart Tolle. And the, if you, I recommend listening to the audiobook. And the entire book, some people read it and be like, hey, that guy didn't say a fucking thing in the whole book. <laughs> That's because the entire time he's pointing at the unknown. The entire book is pointing at God. And so a lot of people, when you point at something, they'll look at your hand. It's really – it's a trip. But don't look at the hand. Look, 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 look. And so that's this thing about the liver king. Sevan, why did you avoid the obvious question? So so that that person's trapped in their head because it's obvious to them. And so then they assume it's obvious to me. That's like um, when people do that, you see that all over the internet and all over social media. That's like the essence of narcissism, right? I don't mean that in a negative way, but someone who's stuck on themselves. There's a lot of people like this. Women can be like this the week before their period comes where they, they think that the world is them. They're, they're so fucked. It's a, it's a massive conflation between your thoughts and the external reality. Why did you avoid the obvious question at 131.15 after he said he's in such great shape due to his ancestral lifestyle? Ask him if he's on steroids or testosterone. Like, th- 
for me, I would only ask him if he's on testosterone or steroids if I thought that it was going to lead us deeper into the conversation of, of, of God, of, of where, do, where does mankind come from? Can we dip into the unknown together? Can we go somewhere um, uh, where we both learn something new for the first time? And, and that never, that, that thought, like I have, I, I only cared that Ricky Garrard was on testosterone because I'm interested in taking testosterone. <laughs> I have no interest in judging anyone for that. I have none. Right. He's not even, he's not competing in anything. He's not I, claiming that he didn't take it for a sport. I, and I'm not trying to get, um, I'm not trying to get views or likes or be controversial or ask edgy questions, edgy questions. I'm trying to, to go in. Well, and I want to be funny. There's a, there's a piece of that, but I, I, I want to, I, I, I like I, when I see him, I just want to touch him. I want to like run my finger over the bumps on his veins. I want to feel how hard his titties are. I want to touch his beard. <laughs> I want to feel his abs. I, I never think, I never think about asking about steroids or testosterone. Did you get a lot of messages about that after that podcast? No, actually I didn't, but, I but, did. but, it, but it, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't care. I, I don't think that he says that these pills will make you look like him. I don't, it's like, it, it's people, people, it's like the people who said that Donald Trump was racist when he said Mexico is sending over its worst people. I, I don't, I don't hear that. I, I don't, I don't hear that. I, I don't um, – if he's going to say his ancestral lifestyle is the reason he looks the way he does, he should at least address the topic. Sure, then write to him. I, I, I don't think he has to or doesn't have to, but, but write to him. But, but do, do it. I, I mean like um, I, when, when comedians go on stage, do we demand to ask them if they're on coke or weed or alcohol or what they're doing to be funny? Like I, I mean that in all seriousness. This was a great conversation, but we can usually count on you to ask uncomfortable questions. I, I hear you, and I and I and those questions come up. They're uncomfortable. Uh, you, I like to ask uncomfortable questions because I feel like those are usually when I feel something uncomfortable come up. I'm like, okay, this is the this is the path. Like that's my that's my um, my north star. You don't want to ask that. That's probably where you should go. But but please, like. I, you have to know I don't care about that. I see him as just this inspirational figure. Like I don't even I don't care if he's fake. I don't care if he's real. I'm taking from him what I want to take from him. I see him as this man who wants to better himself, who's like exploding onto the scene, who's introducing us to new ideas. Even let's say he, everything he did is wrong, he he he's made me more conscious. And I. You have to see that in my in my. Um, it's funny. I'm trying to click the screen like I'm in control. Um, <laughs> no, I was gonna do the view. I was curious what the reply is, but but I don't. Um, he addressed it many times in other podcasts. As claims it natural, but who really cares? I oh I, yeah, I, and if you do care, I'm not saying that you shouldn't. That's your trip, but that is not my trip at all. I would love to fucking get juiced to the gills. I would love for I would love to be just so fucking jacked on steroids, like like uh, the, what's the guy's name, like uh, Lee Haney or Arnold Schwarzenegger or whatever yeah, those guys are, bodybuilder dudes. I'd love to, but 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 I'm just scared. I just I don't want to fuck with my hormones like that. I don't want anything weird to happen to my dick. I got a marvelous dick. <laughs> Marvelous. Marvelous. marvelous marvelous yeah and it just gets better it gets better and better by the less shit i put into my body 
Man, when I kept getting the messages about people would just like message me and be like, natural or not, nah, or like, you know, did he talk about what what his stack is and like things like that, right? Implying that um he was taking uh steroids. And it just sucked because there's three I'd hours. Those, there. I'd slap those titties around. <laughs> I'd like to see Avi punch those things. Those things are I st- I must have stared at those things. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, we could hit hard. Um I almost threw up my food one time when he got me in the stomach. Um, <laughs> Did he really? Did he punch you in the stomach? Yeah, my, I know. My I got to tell him because, to tone that shit down. That shit no, 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 no. That was my fault because he was doing little playful ones, and I started just egging him on. I'm like, "What are you? Are you gonna hit me? Or what are we doing here?" And then <laughs> he went back and just went boo. But I had to do one of these like, <laughs> you know, Did like hurt. Like, You're only seven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It hurt. Um, but well, I thought it sucked because. You have three hours, and you we we got to know who Liver King was. Everybody was like, "Who is this guy? It's mysterious. We don't know about his background. We don't know where he came from. He's just on the scene." And if you listen to those three hours, like you dug it all out. He started naming bullies by name. He started talking about old best friends. He started intimacy with his wife. He talked about some intimate conversations he's had with his wife. So good. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, so you mean to sit there? You took the, you went that whole three hours, listened to how deep you were able to go with him, found all the stuff out. We learned about him as a person, and then the next thing you were like, well, we didn't ask if he had steroids. So would the podcast been better if you went, bam, we're live. Hey, I'm here with Liver King. Are you on steroids? No. Okay. All right, guys, and we are taking off. We will see you next week. Like, you know. Yeah, just- and it, if he wanted to talk about it and he brought it up, I would be fascinated by it. Right. I don't give a shit either way. You know, when I, when I, when I talked to um, Mark Bell, he came on our pod. I asked him to come on our podcast. I didn't go on their podcast, right? Uh, did they ask you to? I don't remember, but I'm trying to figure out where I talked to him. Here. I remember. He was, all he was a cluster fuck in my head. Okay. There was a point in the conversation where I asked him if he wished, I think I asked him if he wished he would have never taken steroids. Right. I remember that. And it was it was kind of a it was kind of a weird uncomfortable moment. The only reason why I bring this up is because I, not in a bad way, weird uncomfortable. But I bring this up because like that's why I don't. That's why I, that's my only thing with taking drugs. Like I know that I used to smoke cigarettes, and that some I wish someone would have told me, "Hey, dude, um, I know people tell you it's bad. They tell you this, but really, the really fucked up part about smoking cigarettes is that someday you're gonna have to quit." And you, you know that term that the meme guy always likes to say, "I'm um, I'm taking real estate in your head for." for rent half rent or whatever that statement is if you get addicted to something that shit fucking that shit will stay in your head rent free your whole life even after you quit and that part's lame Mm -hmm. that part is lame um when you have something that that your brain kind that that you get kind of a a note okay time to smoke a cigarette but it's not an option anymore you're like really i thought i took that off my calendar but you kind of can't because the shit's so fucking (laughs) Oh, Jake, you were sauced the other day on the show. You were sauced. What were you drinking? My goodness. <laughs> no drinking and watching the Sevon podcast. That's not true. You it's, an, it's an entertainment show. Okay, so we talked about that, the, the steroid thing. I, yep. I mean, ask him to come on. Uh, I think Paul Saladino um, couched it as, are you on supplements? So you, so you could watch that. Um, And I'm guessing he asked – I'm. I would even guess to go as far as to say Paul asked him ahead of time, hey, can I ask you this question? Hmm. I don't know why this is in here, but 
it's kind of a theme. The most, the most, the most memorable birthday that, oh, my, my wife threw me a surprise birthday party yesterday. I know it was weird. Cause I didn't hear for you for like 12 hours. <laughs> that was so, did she invite you? Uh, no. What, seriously? I mean, I no. <laughs> oh fuck. That breaks my heart. Yeah. Look Wait, at here, here, here. Maybe she, <laughs> sorry, man. Maybe she didn't want to put uh, pressure on me to come all the way out there. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's really weird. Or just, or just slipped her brain. Yeah. Two of my friends showed up from Berkeley who I hadn't seen in months. It was crazy. That's awesome. But you need yeah. to spend time with those people. We talk all day. I didn't spend time with any of my guests. I watched UFC. I'm fucking <laughs> a horrible host. <laughs> I am a horrible host. I feel no obligation. I'm like, oh my God, hi. I got up, hugged them, and then and then sat back down. <laughs> Um, one of the most me memorable birthday parties I ever had in my entire life is I was like nine years old. I was a latchkey kid. I was laying down in, in the family room at my house and I was watching TV and my mom came home from work. I was all alone at the house and uh, she goes, hi. And I go, hi. And she didn't say anything to me and, and gave me a kiss probably. And then went and took her shoes off or something. My, my mom was an attorney and uh, she had wore high heels. And so then I, then I probably followed, I think I followed her into her room. I'm like, what's up? And you know, always hug my mom really tight. And then I was like, well, you know, it's my birthday. And my mom's like, Oh shit. <laughs> and she had forgotten it was my birthday. And she's like, what do you want to do? It's like seven o'clock at night or something. I'm like, I want to go to McDonald's. And she took me to McDonald's. And to this day, it's like my most memorable birthday. Were like I really remember it. Well, I remember being like, Holy shit, I'm going to McDonald's. <laughs> and so it's weird. It's weird that like things that can be negative, like if it, if it would have just been a regular birthday, if my mom would have come home and give me a box of Legos and Hot Wheels, I'd have never remembered that birthday. Mm -hmm. Never, ever, ever, ever. But because she forgot, because she took me to McDonald's, it's one of my most memorable. And that that there's a there's a huge lesson there in life. Um, you could even take it to that place that a lot of people it's the kind of the trendy thing to say now. The harder things are, the more you remember them, the better they are for you. So that was that. That was like a, a little bit of a hard moment. I, not really, but but you know what I mean. Yeah, on my twenty seventh birthday, our family dog died. <laughs> on your twenty seventh birthday, <laughs> and the, and you don't remember your twenty six or your twenty eight. <laughs> How did he die? Uh, he was just old. It was just an old old family dog, and it used to come up and like jump and like lay on the bed and stuff like that. And this is when I moved back in with my parents because I was, you know, took over the gym and was was getting after it. So I was still living with him and he jumped up on the bed and I remember feeling like the bed was like moving or something. And I like popped up and he was having like some crazy like seizure. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then I like took the dog and then like afterwards he kind of like came to and then like sat it and he was just like all out of it. It was a little beagle. He had a heart attack? No, I think it was it, it was something to do with like I can't I can't remember, but it was something like his body wasn't processing like proteins or something. I don't know. So it was just like seizing up. Had like Did you cry? Not then, but later. When you had to throw him in the trash and your mom's like, Can you put him in the trash? Then no, both my both my parents. I feel like it was harder on them than it was like me, but both of them came home and then they had to like they they brought some lady who came in and just kinda like put him down and then took him off. Um, when you put him in the trash and in the morning you woke up and he was covered in maggots that broke your heart. <laughs> Dude, I want to tell you a fucked up story right now. God damn. 
Uh, I, 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 I like Eddie. I, I like Eddie more than ever. I never even liked Eddie. I didn't even give a fuck about Eddie, but I like Eddie Hall now. Um, uh, so, so this, so this, but this was during my homeless years and this, it was, um, I was in my twenties and there was this dude we used to roll with who was in his thirties. And, uh, it was, uh, me and my buddy were just sitting on some, in someone's front yard or someone just, just getting stoned. And my other buddy comes and he's like, Hey, my dog died. And it was like a good friend of ours, like a guy with another homeless dude. We all hung out with all the time. And he had this Husky. The dude's name was Craig cruiser. It's a good name. Yeah, he was cool. He was a trip, man. He was so trippy. And he took his dog everywhere with him, man. It was this husky. And it wasn't even a good dog. It was like a bit people and shit. But he took it everywhere and it was never on a leash. It was fucked up. It was so weird. But so we're like, okay. And he's like, I want to bury the dog. And we're like, okay. So we go out to this to this this orchard in Isla Vista where like all these fruit trees are and all this shit. And it's like a public fruit fruit orchard. And and we start digging the hole, me and my buddy Chad. And this this dude's fucked up, right? Like he can't dig a hole because he's like crying. He's like sobbing. He's like his chest is like heaving wow. and shit. So we're digging this hole. We're digging this hole. And then we he's like, hey, we got to throw the dog in the hole now. It's a fucking big hole. And it's probably like four feet deep. It's probably like three feet. It's probably like three feet by three feet by four feet deep. And like you could stand in it. Wow. So he, so he, it's, you know, it's a big ass Husky. It's like a 90 pound Husky. So we drag this garbage bag over and he wants to see the dog one more time. Oh no! So oh, no. he starts shaking the garbage bag, and before the dog falls out, dude, 12 million maggots pour out of the fucking bag. I, I looked at Chad, I almost fucking threw up. It was fucking nuts, dude. Oh God. <laughs> It was fucking, and then this fucking dog comes slipping out of the bag into the hole. He's in rigor mortis. There's this, there's this, hey, even before he died, I just remember, even before he died, he had this huge open sore on his side that had like um, worms and shit in it. It was fucked up. It was so bad. It was so bad. I don't know why I'm laughing. It's not funny, but. (laughs) Yes, it is. I am like one of the kids in Stand By Me. That's the way my life was like in my 20s. It was nuts. It was nuts. And he's just bawling. So like it's this grown man just sobbing and and a decomposing dog sliding out of a trash bag. It smelled so bad. God. (laughs) Oh my goodness. goodness. The other day my kids told me that my breath smells like I think I told you this. My breath smells like a cucumber dipped in poop. I'm like, dude, I'll punch you in the face if you say that again. They say some funny stuff. It's weird. I went through this and I thought I cleaned all this up. Oh, Roman Krennicroft. Look, will you, do you, will you see? Click on that post. Is it in the notes? Ah, got yeah, it. got it, got it, got it. These notes are so long; they're making me nervous. Like I'm not going to be able to. Okay, find I'll be cool. I'm going to try to go through a bunch of stuff right now, really quick, because because the live the live show notes are just getting too long. Roman Krennikov, for those of you who don't know, is a CrossFitter um, who came from uh, Russia, and uh, it's been um, he's been trying to get to the CrossFit Games for many many years, and he hasn't been able to, been able to come because of visa visa reasons. I guess basically what people say is is that um, the Russian government hasn't been letting him come because they're afraid if he comes here he won't go home. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't. 
but but he is a he is kind of a cool guy um in, in, in even for not knowing him he's like a mythological creature he's like snuffleupagus you know how like snuffleupagus on sesame street no one's ever seen him except big bird it's like we see roman on the internet but but no one's ever seen him seen him and now he's here in the united states and he's training over at mayhem which is really exciting uh, and it feels like a feel good story i think i translated that and I think what Roman said in there is there a button you can hit to translate in my notes. It says Roman asks for peace, but, 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 but as I recall, it's a sweet note in there that says, Hey, I, I would really, I really want to live in a world with peace. I'm sorry if I'm misquoting it. Oh, that's weird that you can't translate that. All right, yeah. Well, non desktop. That bit is screwed up. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I want to make a, 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 a plea to all of you out there. Um, Please don't send me stuff like this. Do, do you see that link? It's right below the Roman Krennikov. Please, 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 I beg of you, do not send me stuff like this. <laughs> what are you laughing at? It's the stuff. Can you see it already? Yeah. Oh, that's what you're laughing at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, please don't. I, I'm a grown-ass man. This this is a, a a picture of a girl uh, showing some cleavage and a and it says holding up a sign looking for unvaxxed dick. I'm an adult. <laughs> I'm happily married. This type of stuff. I, I'm too I'm too mature for these kind of juvenile juvenile uh, posts. Please do not send me stuff like this. Looking for unvaxxed dick. <laughs> that one comment. Hold the line. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Hey, do you think that's real or someone just photoshopped all that? That's just all that's what I was gonna say. That's so funny. That's so funny. I'm like, anytime I see a sign like this, I'm always like, eh, does it say that though? Were they even holding a sign? <clears throat> um, right below that it says Putin and Ukrainian President Zelensky. This I like because this just shows that like it's just people here. This is this is Vladimir Putin. God, he's got a great name, Vladimir Putin, uh, singing Blueberry Hills. And it's Zelensky playing a piano with his uh, with his with his dick or simulating um, piano playing with his cock and balls. These are the dudes who are beefing. And it's just crazy. It's just crazy, right? It's a guy singing Blueberry Hills. Is that is that uh, Blueberry Hill and Zelensky playing piano with his penis? These are the dudes who who, who might start World War Three. Wild. I hope I use their pronouns right. Um, above that, there's a phone lockbox. This kind of shit really trips me out because I'm not in this world at all. Even though I'm someone who spends hours on his phone every single day, I, I've never felt like if I forget my phone somewhere, like I don't care, I don't panic and run back for it. I don't sleep with my phone next to me. My phone is a tool. This is the muffins <laughs> this is a box i, I think i heard th there's a guy chris williamson who has a podcast and i think he uses one of these to put his phone in so he doesn't use his phone for a couple hours a day and i think this is like i just can't ever imagine getting to that point i i, I understand that with like with like I, the only thing i can think of is like cigarettes or like for your kids but even my kids, I would just say, fuck, you no," right? I would tell myself, fuck, you no" too. A lot of people don't have that willpower. But, but how did you even get that addicted to your phone? I, I still don't even understand why anyone looks at likes. I have zero interest in likes. It's affirmation. But the comments are so much better. 
Well, that's an engagement. But I feel like the likes and like the follows and stuff, like people like seek it for like affirmation. You know, it's like that. Hit you want the follows because it feels like you have power. Right. Status. Status, <laughs> baby. And, and yeah. You know, when, when I first put out the CrossFit podcast, um, uh, uh, someone made fun of me at HQ and they said, hey, and they pointed at all the other podcasts that were out there. You know, the Rich Froning, the Julie Fouché, they just went through them, the the Wattify, Wattastic, Watt and Your Mom, all of them were five <laughs> five star podcasts. And, and the CrossFit one was 4.5 and there was like some really negative comments about me. And someone goes, does that bum you out? What do you guys think? Do you want the podcast that everyone is saying is so great? Or do you want the podcast where some people are like, oh, fuck, this guy's a fucking asshole because he's red pilling people. You do not want everyone to like you. That's a problem. That is a problem. Now, if you're selling protein powder, if you're selling shit, Maybe you want everyone to like you. Maybe you want every, you're selling some protein powder. You're trying to make money off the masses. But if your goal is to be the best, you're going to have to be authentic. Mm-hmm. And when you're authentic, not everyone's going to like you. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's a good way to vet a, a vet a, a mate also. Just be yourself. Most people will leave you. Most people will leave you. <laughs> but the fucking great people will be like, oh shit, this motherfucker. It, it, it transcends. It transcends whatever bad thing you're doing that they don't like. They're just like, this person's real, and I need to be around real. They they don't be petty. I'm, I, my my editor's on right now. There's something I really want to talk about, but I just don't think I should. I don't. I got nervous when you said that. I don't even know. What I, was <laughs> I just don't want to burn this bridge, and and it could burn it. Don't burn I, it yet. Okay, we need to cross it first. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I don't even know what you're talking about, but. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, oh, I need to be crossing these things off. Man, isn't that a genius idea though? That lockbox, like you're just playing into like other people's just inability. I mean, it's almost like the same thing with like account. You mean as a product to sell that lockbox? Yeah, like it's you a put your idea. iPhone in it, and I think you push some buttons, and then it, it stays locked for like two hours. Mm-hmm. And you can't get in it. Mm-hmm. It's a great idea. What if what if your wife put your box of condoms in there? <laughs> she said it she said it not to open for a month (laughs) what i'd make uh a hundred thousand dollars you make you make you make an incision in the bottom (laughs) free the condoms i gotta drill i i i really don't i i the the phone it just it's so trippy to me i i was um you know we're having michael easter on from the the crisis comfort and um it's, I, I watched, I've been watching a bunch of his podcasts and um, I'm curious what his take is on the liver King. Someone asked him what his take was on the liver King and him and it was him and Chris Williamson were talking and they both, I don't want to say rolled their eyes, but they were, they were hesitant to talk about it. I think maybe more Michael Easter than Chris Williamson, but um, they talk about discomfort and, and 
And he actually defines boredom, Michael Easter, which I thought was really, really fucking cool. I don't know if he did it on that podcast, but he defined boredom. And I'll ask him to define it again when he comes on the show. But basically, when you're doing something, it's, it, he, he described it, I think, as an evolutionary mechanism that it's when you're doing something and that whatever you're doing, you're not getting the value back from it that that you would want. And so now, and now, so anytime anyone is still, they feel like they're not getting value. And so they turn to their phone. I, I agree with that uh, or uncomfortable situations. Like I, I went to um, a couple like social gatherings a while back and I was like, okay, when, you know, when you like talk to somebody and then everybody kind of moves away and you're kind of just staying in there for a little bit, or you're at a spot where you're, there's no one really to talk to, but you kind of have to wait somewhere. The natural tendency is just to pull out your phone because then you're like, Oh, I'm not a loser standing here by myself. I'm doing stuff on my phone. Yeah. And so I told myself, I was like, all right, whatever happens, just don't pull out your phone. Yeah. And so people yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great practice. And then I just stood there. Yeah. And then, but then it's funny because then all of a sudden you realize how much is actually happening around you. Kind of like that analogy you use when you thought that there was no insects, but then you really stared at the plants for a while and you realized there was yeah. a whole entire world down there. Yeah. So that's what ended up happening. Then all of a sudden I was like, whoa, and like looking at stuff. And then I started in this instance, I was at like an outside, like backyard thing. And then I started looking at the fence and then the other houses and like, oh, that paint's kind of old. This house isn't new. Like, oh, these people don't really want to be talking to each other. You know, that's an awkward situation over there. Like you just, there's, there's actually a lot of stimulus going around, but it's just, the phone is almost like a security blanket at that time. And you don't totally, it. totally. Hey, do you think people you, um, whose butt crack shows knows their butt crack is showing? If it's a chick on Instagram, yes. No, but I mean, just like you're somewhere, you're somewhere, and someone bends over, and they have like four inches of g-string showing, or a dude bends over and is like, I I was, I was at jujitsu the other day, and a dad showed up, and he just, and uh, um, he was one of those guys. there's this there's this santa cruz surfer look you know where like you have like shaggy hair and you have the hat and he had a good body but but his pants were like really baggy Mm. and like like he was always having to pull them up and and he he must he flashed his ass crack at me like more more i saw more of his ass crack than not his ass crack (laughs) you know what i mean like for every minute of no ass crack showing there was a minute and five seconds of ass crack shine and i just wonder i just do people know that because i i judge them i'm like what the fuck i would know that but then what if i don't know that was well you don't know what you don't know but was he was he just free balling it like he had no he had no like boxing yeah yeah i guess he didn't i i don't know i didn't i guess but he is the kind he seems like the kind of dude who would have his underwear up pretty high and have his pants sagging he seemed like that kind of dude even though he's like a 50 year old dude I would assume that you would feel it. I don't know. I'd hope I would, but I don't really wear. There, there's no, no one's doing that. On, you've never heard of anyone showing their butt crack on purpose, right? No. It's not like a, no one pulls that look off, right? Like people show like cleavage. People might like roll their sleeves up to show their arms. You know what I mean? But the, there's no like one right. who's like, yeah, I'm going to show some butt crack. I, no, not that I, <laughs> I know of. It used right. to be like the fat plumber thing, right? Like that's how yeah, I yeah, that. yeah. That's how I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It was like a big old fat plumber dude that his pants really didn't fit, and like his shirt would ride up when he had bend it's over. Even called the plumber's crack. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Um. On uh, uh, this um kids kids in masks thing. Uh, can you play that? It's a it's a Jordan Peterson clip. Is it titled Kids in Masks? Uh, yeah, but it's it's on the bottom. 
of of it's a link on it's an instagram link it's on the same page as the don't smoke weed psa sorry no you're good i should number these get the mask and then i could be like 17 oh that'd be good yeah oh pbd podcast oh this is from the pbd podcast this is from patrick bed david i'm stealing Mm -hmm. so be it so be it you want to listen to the audio oh yeah please to their psychological development, both as children and as adolescents. We'll find out over time. Here we go. We have no idea what the costs are of having kids in masks for two years. We have no idea what the consequences are, what that's done, especially to introverted kids who are high negative emotion because they're going to be looking for a reason to hide anyways. And who knows what that's done to their psychological development, both as children and as adolescents. We'll find out over time. I don't believe him. He knows. <laughs> I believe he thinks he knows. Tell us, Jordan. It's a good clip, man. It's crazy to think. I see these posts with like people saying, like, now don't you feel bad for not wearing, complaining about not wearing a mask for the last two years now that you see what people go through in Ukraine? Hey, dude, two wrongs don't make a right. Just because someone's getting punched in the face, you don't be like, oh, I'm glad I only got punched in the stomach. That doesn't, that doesn't. Yeah, that's just uh, <laughs> doesn't work that way. But the, the, that is interesting because I'm um, talking to some of the, the parents at the yeah. gym and stuff. There are they have told me instances where kids are like, "Hey, you know, little Johnny boy, it's okay. You could you could take your mask off. We're outside at the at the baseball game here." And they're like, "Oh yeah, a mutual okay. friend of ours told me a fucking crazy story. It was at the yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. A mutual friend of mine and Sousa's, uh, it coaches kids. I asked him if I could tell the story, and he said yep. yes. Um, he he coaches uh, kids baseball, and um, there was there were some kids in the dugout, and a kid, uh, one kid walked over to another kid and said, "Hey, you don't need to wear this," and pulled off the kid's mask, and the kid fucking collapsed like a gelatinous pile of shit, went into the fetal position and started screaming, basically bloody murder. He thought he was gonna fucking die. Yep. And the coach had to go over there and fucking like carry him out. It was a whole thing. Yeah, dude. Uh, we, we, we saw a similar incident to that at my kid's jujitsu. It wasn't around the mass, but the kid was just a fucking complete mess. And the mom's like, yeah, he, he, I think it was like a two and a half year old kid. And the mom was like, Hey, yeah, he hasn't seen other kids his whole life. Cause he's been his whole life. Holy shit. Whole life. Hey, <laughs> there is, there is some study out there that I think is pretty valid that like most people like are like, yep, that's spot on that. If, if you, most things can, you can be unfucked, but if you are not socialized by the time you're four, I, I've heard that you it cannot be unfucked. I believe it's it. like the hardwiring. Yeah. And it's bad. It's bad shit. The, the, the certain, the, the outcome is not good. Yeah. It's like once that stuff's been like hardwired and like soldered down in it's, Really tough to switch. When are, when are we going to hear from Greg Everett? I don't know. Is he calling? De- Look at that guy has my name, but with a D. Hmm? Oh. <laughs> hey, dude, you better check your birth certificate. I think your parents fucked up. You might be another Sevon. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I um I thought I saw the word ruck on here. Oh, uh, Jeff's. What's Jeff saying about a ruck? I, I think I want to get into rucking. Run or ruck for twenty miles every twenty minutes every five minutes. Do twenty air squats. All right. Mm. Fine. 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 <laughs> um. 
This um, do, do you see this thing that says reality and manipulation? Have we played that? Let's play it again anyway, even if we haven't. Have yep. we? Oh yeah, we played this. Oh, we did. Okay, we played Fuck that it. Last Never time. mind. Okay, never mind. Never mind. We don't have okay. to. It was good though. Hey, you know what else too? In this book, uh, Upstream, the one I just finished, they he talks about something similar with that, or just how like if you're not conscious of stuff, or always kind of like like it's called looking through the tunnels, what he refers to it as or tunneling. And uh, in the book too, and I was, as I was reading it, I looked down at one of the pages numbers and I was like, this is a leprechaun. It's not even a page number. And then I read like 10 more pages and it talks about tunneling. And it says, and for example, if you've been too focused in the book, you'll, you'll, if you are in a tunneling mode, you won't have noticed that the page numbers turned to a small leprechaun over the last 10 pages. Oh, wow. And if you were observing it, you did notice it. And I was like, oh, weird. I just thought it was part of the book. Is tunneling, is there an implication whether tunneling is good or bad or just is? It's bad because then you're not, you're not open to problem solving because you're so like in the reference of the book, you're kind of so stuck, stuck in the day to day stuff that you're not really open to solutions. So for example, if I always bring my laptop back and forth to work and then I get to work and I'm like, damn, I don't have my charger again. Now this whole thing's screwed up. I got to go back. Well, in reality, if I really just sat there and thought about it for a minute, I go, wait, why don't I just buy two chargers, <clears throat> leave one at work and leave one at my house? Oh yeah. And that's how never, I'm that guy. You know, now you never have that problem again. So it's about, it's about trying to, rather than addre- addressing the symptoms of what's happening, stop for a moment and then try to find the root cause of it. Go upstream. And stop yeah, I'm that guy. from polluting rather than wondering why the lake's polluted all downstream. I'm also the guy if I leave my phone in the car and I'm and like and I go on a hike or a walk or I go into a store, I don't go back and get it. I, I, I and I take pride in that. I'm also the guy if I drop my phone on the ground, I, ne- I I use that as a moment to never be embarrassed, to just act cool, to not react. Everything I can do to try to not react to every situation is what I try to do. And when I'm doing that, more specifically, I'm staying conscious. I start watching who is this guy who's embarrassed that he just dropped his phone. That's fine. I immediately pull as far back away from it as I can and observe just the whole thing. And if you if you want to be a good parent, you better have that skill. If you want to be fucking the greatest parent in the world, you better have that skill. Because because reacting is is no bueno. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time. That reminds me of a story we were with uh, Grace's uh, family and my family. And it was one of the first times we're all together. And I have a younger brother and uh, we were getting out of the car. And as he got out of the car, we're going to go on a hike in Aptos and uh, Aptos. And he gets out in this uh, like weed pen, like a little hash pen, like falls out of his pocket onto the ground. And it like falls right in the middle, like Grace's mom has seen it and everything else. <laughs> How old he is just, he? Uh, this is a great story. This is a couple years back, so he's probably like in his late twenties, like twenty eight. Oh, I pictured him being like seven. No, no, no. <laughs> and, and all he does is he goes, oh, oh, uh, uh, and like clears his throat and then just steps on the pen and just slides it to him and picks it up and kind of puts it in his pocket. He's like, All right, well, let's head on out. Like it was so funny because you thought there was gonna be this reaction of like, oh no, it's and he just kind of like clears his throat, like puts his foot on it. He's like, Oh, what's what's that? Let's go. Whoa, whoa. Did his mom notice? Uh, no, I don't think my, I think my mom was getting out on the other side of the truck. She would have been embarrassed, but I had a glass bong in my, in my room one time that just sat on my dresser. And I remember one time my, my mom walked in, I was probably living with my mom. I was probably 30 years old. 
And she walks in and she commented on what a nice vase it was. And I was like, wow, <laughs> that's like, I guess that thing can just stay there. <laughs> I guess I, I, the, the truth is too, is I don't even think I was smoke, maybe smoking weed at the time. And it was like a really clean, nice one, but it was so obvious. It was a bong. You know what I mean? It went yeah. down into the, had the base. It had this, the, the bowl sticking out of it, the glass stem. It looked like a <laughs> fucking crap fight. <laughs> And hey, I was buddy. like, well, I guess that stays. I guess that, it that, is it hard ahead. for you not to react to your kids when they like fall down? No, the, all I'm really good at all of those things. There are some things that are hard. The really hard ones are the um, screaming and yelling. Those are the, the when they come when they like um, like yesterday. My son, my kids were um, watching um, music videos and they were dancing, and Michael Jackson's Thriller came on, and one of my kids just started screaming and crying because it scared the shit out of them. And like, I just want to be over there and be like, I, like, I literally would just want to run over to him and be like, what the fuck? How is that going to help? And now I'm yelling at him and he's scared of the fucking zombie of Michael Jackson's. <laughs> and it's like that, like, I, like I, there it is. Who am I really talking to when I say that to my kid? Mm. Myself. Mm -hmm. I'm yelling at him, telling him how the fuck is that going to help that reaction when it's like, dude, how the fuck is your reaction going to work? That's like 90% of yeah. the world. I was coming home one night in the apartment with Grace and there was a younger kid out on his tricycle, like riding up and down by these little garages <clears throat> and his dad were up there and he like saw us and like went to go kind of like wave or like acknowledge us. And then just goes right up over on end on the bike and Ouch. smacks the ground pretty hard. And, uh, he kind of looks up at Grace and I, and then we started just cheering. We're like, yeah, buddy, you got it. Like clapped. And he kind of just stood up and dusted himself off. And the dad kind of turned the corner and he was like, Hey, thanks guys. Wow. And he just kind of dusted off. Then he kind of sniffled a little bit because it was a it was a hard hit. And then the dad came over, you know, and addressed him and everything else. And then a minute or two later, he's kind of back on the bike again. But it was uh, interesting because I wonder if I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, what what how would have that changed? I bet you he would have just went nuts. Yeah. Um, a lot of times when my kids hurt themselves, they do it on this trail that that I walked on with you on the beach, and there's people there. And when they hurt themselves, strangers will come over and they'll be kind of far from me, like 50 feet away. And they don't, people don't know who the parents are and people will address the kids. And I think that's probably, I don't get upset, but I think that probably scares the kids even more. Like they don't want right. some stranger standing over them. Some fucking right. seven year old lady who's 290 pounds being like, are you okay? <laughs> through her mask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Through her mask. They're like, I'm guessing that freaks them out more, but, um, yeah, the, the, uh, I'm, I'm great at all of it, but, but when they hurt themselves, it's like yesterday I saw, um, uh, Ari w went to, uh, he double no. This girl double legged him in jujitsu, and they were sp they were sparring, and he went to sprawl. And when he sprawled, she drove up, and her head smashed him mm. in the face, and it sounded like two rocks hitting each other. And I jumped out of my seat, mm -hmm. like from where the parents sit. I jumped up, <laughs> you know, like mm -hmm. like oh, like I felt it. Yeah. But 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 I didn't go out there. But I reacted to it. But I don't man. think you could, I think in that circumstance, I don't even know if that's like voluntary. Well, like if, your if you're conscious, if you're conscious, like the goal is is just not to react, right? If I was conscious, I would like fully conscious. I would. That's like when your emotions come up from the basement and take over your body. Like there's a time for that. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's there's a time, but but but. Um, Okay, uh, I want to go to um, some. We yesterday we did a video with uh, uh, Craig Howard. Thanks, Craig, for coming on. Um, and the video was um, 
And the video was about uh, we 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 basically went over. There was an affiliate town hall, is what they called it. And Jason uh, Dunlap, the president of CrossFit Inc., was the first time I'd ever seen him or heard him speak. Um, Justin Berg, the CrossFit Games guy who took over Dave's position. Uh, Gary Gaines, the guy who took over Kathy Glassman's position of running the affiliates, and Nicole Carroll, who runs training. They all spoke to the CrossFit community, and they called it the affiliate town hall. I wonder how many how many views that video has now. You if you check? think that. Yeah, if you think there's 10,000 gyms, let's say. I mean, I understand that pro- probably most affiliates don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Like the president talks and most people in the country don't care. Hmm. I, I don't even mean it as a dig. Um, 2.7. Oh, wait, no, that's ours. Oh, nice. Ours has 2.7 thousand views already. And theirs has 1,000. Okay. Hey, just so you guys know, I don't mean this as a dickhead thing or an arrogant thing, although maybe I, a little bit. But when you see those, our our biggest platform is not YouTube. Like we have the the podcast is. Um, you can even type in the Sevon Podcast rankings and see where we're ranking in the world, all around the world, in podcasts. We have hundreds and hundreds of thousands of downloads a week, um, on other platforms. I I wish YouTube was bigger. But, but it's not – this is just where we do our dance and where we record stuff. But for some reason, people would rather listen to us than look at us. Hmm. It, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds cooler in because I don't really listen to the audio version very much. I always kind of have it up on YouTube and, and stuff like that, and it's, it sounds cooler on the audio too. Not I, me. You sound cooler. Oh, That's thank you. If Even if I listen to pod, let's, let's say I'm going to listen to a pod. We have a guest and he's on a podcast. Let's say he's on uh, Patrick Bed David's podcast. I still play it on YouTube, but then listen mm. to it. Mm. So that way, like yeah. if I want to look at it, I can just, and it's easier to scroll around on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I, pr- I pr- comments and stuff. Yeah. But, 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 but I'll have the phone in my pocket or wherever, you know, sitting by my side and I'll be just listening to it. I'm trying. I'm, I'm going to switch to plug-in earphones. I've tried a few times. I think I found a pair that I like. I'm, I'm tired of the wireless ones. I, I'm, I'm starting to get EMF paranoia. Um. So 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 we reviewed the the affiliate town hall, and there were a couple. There was some feedback we got, which I thought was kind of crazy. Um. It might be on the. Oh shit! I sent you way too much stuff. There's so much of this stuff that I thought that I erased. Oh man, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is it not on here or something? No, no, it probably is on there. Um, go to, um, go to the um, it's the last page. It says, um, "Was watching your recap of Town Hall." It's a DM I got. It's very close to the last page. Anyway, someone told me – so there's this thing called the APN. I don't know what it stands for, but it's basically affiliates have this page where CrossFit has fa- gotten discounts for them. Mm-hmm. And it's supposedly where the affiliate proposition is. And yesterday I proposed, hey, screw all that lame shit. Like no one buys it. No one's buying any of that crap anyway. Like they, not that they're not buying those products, but no one really believes that like this is really helping them. You're basically what you're doing is, is you're just doing it to leverage your relationship with those other businesses. It's crazy manipulative and it's just lame. It's, it's low rent. It's ghetto. And it's like, it's like, it's like when those magazine um, companies come to your school and they leverage the kids to sell their parents magazines so the kids can win stuffed animals. Like, just stop. But it's actually even worse than I thought if this is true. Someone said that, hey, the rogue discount that the affiliates get isn't even a discount for the affiliates. It's a 5% referral fee. 
that fucking HQ gets. Is that true? Do they have no shame? If that's true, there's no shame. Let's that's see. fucking crazy. Meaning, if you buy something from Rogue and you use it from the go from the APN site, whatever they have, you don't get the discount. It's HQ gets five percent kickback. Use use code Rosa for your ten percent. Hey, there's 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 three companies out there that offered that to me. By the way, they offered it that if I sold something to you guys, that I would get fucking money from it. And I told them, hey, I don't want that money. Can you just give my listeners the discount? And they said no. So I said, all right, fuck off. I didn't say mm -hmm. fuck off, but I said, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. Here's another thing someone said to me. He goes, the, the Fit Aid promo is, <clears throat> that the APN uses is still 20% 20 20 more than where I get it from, um, from some mega distribution companies in Europe for Fit Aid. I don't know if that I, – I, I haven't verified either of these claims. But, but it doesn't it – doesn't, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me. I'm trying to search it, but it's going to be hard to figure that out. Was the person who sent that to you, like, was that a reliable source? It's a, No, no one's a reliable source. <laughs> Fair. Um, Jake, I love it how you were you were drunk two days ago, and now you're dropping bombs on us. Uh, smart bombs. Savon, have you studied dialectic behavioral therapy at all? No, I haven't. I don't even know. I don't know what dialectic. <laughs> Well, I don't even know what any of those words mean. How do you know Jake was drunk? Dude, he was, was he, so, he may have said it. He may have said it. Okay. But but he was commenting. He was a madman. He was wild. He was like throwing food in the chat. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, he was just shooting from the hip. Yeah, he was just like throwing food and like leaning back in his chair. You know that kid in class who's <laughs> doing that shit? He was just wild. He was wild. <laughs> awesome. Nothing bad. Nothing bad. Just just wild. Just having a blast. I'm really curious about that rogue thing now. Maybe a spit water too. Uh, okay, I want to go to this. Go to this. This, this is how hot um, uh, um, Danielle Brandon is. This is fucking incredible. If it, the, I don't even understand how the world works. But will you click that link? Um, it says you know you're hot. This is how fucking hot she is. It's beyond hot. She transcends hot. I, she's not like some chick who prances around. She's not. There's nothing shallow about her hot. Shallow is not the right word. She's not taking pictures of herself in a bikini with her crotch pointed at the camera. <laughs> it, th this is. She's still super hot. Don't get me wrong. Got it. But she's doing. There's, there's something. Hot's not good enough. There, there's something better about her than hot. Maybe it's her giant butt, but I think it's even more than that. It's it's just crazy. Look at this video of her. This Danielle Brandon opening blinds. That's it. I've been loving the space. I, I, I've been loving the space I've been creating here in Vegas. Long time coming. Routine is something I have been longing. I have finally been able to make happen. This is this girl. This is a girl yeah, walking around on a couch, putting in toe spacers. And I must have watched this video like three times. I do not have that capability. I cannot put on a pair of shorts and a t-shirt that's too big for me and, uh, and walk around. I mean, it's, it's just such a great video. You can't even see her that good. There's a cute dog in there. Like, why is this so cool? Do you like this video? I think it's cool because like 
It's is a, it the orange table? Is it the changing of the lighting when the blinds go up? Is it just staring at her legs? Like, well, like she definitely got f- some good some good decor. I don't think it's cool because it seems like she's really found her like rhythm. Yeah, here look, here's another hot chick bought her shit because she wore them. Yeah. I I mean it's not look at she's balancing on one leg. <laughs> I mean, I just fucking love her. <laughs> it's so weird. I know, badass hot. I know, but it's more than hot. She's it, there it, it's not um uh Hunter McIntyre. So I, I was on Hunter McIntyre. I was on Eddie If's podcast with Hunter McIntyre. Don't anyone ask me to be on a podcast. I really don't want to go on podcast. I don't know why I felt obligated to do that one, but I actually had a lot of fun and I don't want to go on them because I feel stressed out that I have to perform on there. But, but, um, uh, and I asked under, I told the guys, I'm like, have you, can you guys believe how big Danielle Brandon's butt is? I mean, it, the thing is fucking huge. And Hunter goes, I don't know who that is. And, um, uh, after the show, he, he texted me or called me. I can't remember. And he said, dude, you have to tell that girl that I want to make a baby with her. Me and her would fucking make the greatest fucking baby. He's like, our genes have to mix. And I was like, I get it. Maybe that's what it is. You know, there's like hot, there's like some hot girls and you're like, they're hot, but like, you don't just want to like be with Danielle. You want to have people want to have kids with her. You know what I mean? It's like, it's beyond. There's something, there's something anyway. Well, congratulations, Danielle. You're doing, you're, you're, Congratulations on your home and bouncing on one leg and your orange table and in your dog and your toe spacers. And how, how uh, what's this girl's name? Denise Densa. How are the toe spacers? Do you like no, them? I remember last time we got this. I think her name was like Jenny. Oh, I love her life story. Her struggle. She's real. I want to see her win. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Me too. I thought it was Denise, but it was dense. Oh, here, this is it. Maybe this is it. There are dragon eggs in there. Dude. The Khaleesi. I feel you. It, it Maybe. Maybe. Um, yes, yes. Oh, now we're on a roll. It's like seeing your teacher in the grocery store. Yes. Yes. Like the one you have a crush on. You're like, holy shit. That's good, Jeffrey. That is good. It is like seeing your teacher in the grocery store. It's a trip. <laughs> that um, was good. Uh, I like them. Helps me m- my knee pain when I squat. Oh, well, that's cool. No shit. All right. Plug for the toe spacers that Danielle Brandon is selling. All right. Um, I, I, I was I was when, when in two thousand eight or nine. I was in REI and my my wife was uh, we she she was changing clothes. I like love going clothes shopping with my wife. I. Used, I used to do that a lot. Now I don't ever do that. Now she, my, my wife doesn't like to go shopping. She's clothes shopping. So we would go out and I'd be like, hey, let's go clothes shopping. So I took her to REI and she's like trying on clothes. And she came out and I said, um, um, she came out and I'm like, oh, your butt looks small in those pants. And she goes, okay. And so then she comes out and she hands them to the person who works there. And she goes, so you want these? And she goes, no, they didn't fit. And he goes, oh, your, your husband said that your butt looks small in those. She goes, oh, yeah, he doesn't want my butt to look small. <laughs> crossfit <laughs> hashtag crossfit oh, watch your butt to look small who the fuck wants a small butt uh, it's so fucking 1980s <laughs> um um, 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 um. did you just click that again 
Did that pop up? Oh, no. I may have. I may have. Sorry. You can unclick it. Um. Oh, I didn't like that. I didn't like that. How about Josh Bridges making fun of Rich on the pipe? Could you tell that made me uncomfortable? I didn't like that. Did you Did you know about that? What happened, Susan? No, I didn't see that part. He started. I was telling him about how we were. T- he he saw the podcast that we did. Um. Uh. For the twenty two point three, the pre show, mm-hmm. and he was making fun of Rich for Rich not holding the phone still and walking around. And I didn't like it. I didn't. I, I like. I don't want to make fun of Rich at all. I didn't want Rich to like feel like when he comes on my podcast, he could. He could come in with the curlers in his hair. Like, you're welcome. Like, do do what you want. Like, there's very few people you can't can't make fun of on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich Leave Rich. What do you do? Leave. Yeah, be cool. <laughs> can't do that. Um, how about this personal air purifier? Do you see that? That's going to be a tough one for you to find. No, no, no. I, I've been, I've been trying. I feel like you know those those memory games, where, like you flip over and then you like see what it is, and then <laughs> yes, you, go through, yes. you can slowly remember them. I've been trying to like turn that Look on for this here. This thing is absurd. This, I mean, we live with crazies. We truly live with crazies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How is this a reality? How is it I'll be buying one after this? This is a mask that you wear over your face. You can use this personal air purifier mask anywhere people gather. Oh, well, thank you. This high-tech face shield can protect you from viruses and hazardous smoke. AirSafe face shield allows you to interact with others while staying protected. Wow. Is it a helmet too? I don't know. It doesn't seem like it straps on. Oh, look! They're they're inside a board meeting at, at home office. Yeah, is that is that HQ? That's the president. <laughs> oh my goodness! What is going on with this world? Strap in. Hey, I saw something the other day. I walked into a bathroom and it said "Wash." It said four, fourth or where was I? It was like four things for safety. And one of them was like, don't put your fingers in your nose. The other one was, don't put your, wipe your eyes and don't put your fingers in your mouth. I do all of that. I just lick my thumb when I'm off the air. I pick my nose every day and I wipe my eyes constantly like this. Yeah, I wipe my eyes too. And I go like this and I'm always touching my mustache. And I never get sick. Yeah, well, Bill Gates can't profit off that, so. <laughs> Fucking, I just don't understand how people... The 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 most popular website on the internet. The most popular site on the internet is based on dick being in people's mouths. Pornhub. <laughs> you want to tell me I can't wipe my face? Fuck off. All right. I need to read the Dow again. I mean, it's crazy. We live in a fucking batshit crazy fucking world. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I do pick my nose and then touch my mouth. But I don't eat my boogers. I stopped that. But I did as a kid. Good on you. Hey, there's a uh, there's a theory about that, too. Do you know that? That that's actually part of the... Uh... Ancestral tenant. <laughs> <laughs> tenant 10. Holy shit, liver king. <laughs> tenant 10. Uh, someone actually told me what they thought tenant 10 was, and it's actually really, really good. I don't know if I'm supposed to say. Or if she wants to keep that to herself, but it, it's it's really good. Someone should propose it to him. Um, remind me to tell you when we get off the air. Okay. 
Colton, call in. Um, yeah, huh? That's interesting. Niv says something interesting. It looks like the masks we had in Israel when Saddam Hussein was shooting. Oh, you mean like to protect you from like uh, um, chemical warfare? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do this too. I lick my fingers to open possibly. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Dude, to get the pages of the book. Dude, I have such bad gas today. Because yesterday was my surprise birthday party, and my birthday's been going all week. It's weird. I hate birthdays, but my wife's been killing it, and she threw me this party. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't talk about it since you weren't invited, Susa. My wife's going to feel horrible when she hears this, too. She's probably going to text you. I I know you're uncomfortable right now. It's okay. You should be uncomfortable. I'm I'm only uncomfortable because I just don't want you to make Haley feel bad. That's why. I want her to feel bad. I do not want her to feel bad. Would you have come if she would have invited you? For sure, especially. Oh God, she feels horrible. Anyway, there was a tart cake. You know what's crazy? There was a tart. Someone brought a tart cake for when my birthday was, and we didn't eat it. And so the whole week, I've been like, "Hey, can I just eat the fruit off the top of that tart cake?" And she's like, "No, we're saving it for Saturday." And I never asked why we're saving it for Saturday. And then all of a sudden, there was a surprise birthday. But I was in in my garage working out, and people just start showing up at the house. I'm like. <laughs> that's why she was asking if there's a a show tomorrow night i i did this gr- i did this great workout i highly recommend it for me it was like i haven't done anything like this in in so long i just started dabbling in these kind of workouts again you get someone hey, i'm sure yeah. will want to try it i did um i did um farmer truck broke down glad to have this entertainment while fixing it oh shit farm truck what the fuck's a farm truck it's like beat up and it's got like the bigger wheels on it. Yeah, I, I think that is what happened. I think I just ate a bunch of shit like yesterday and I have like just crazy ass. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. It's, it's, it, it is really. Is there a theory on why people don't their own farts don't offend them? They don't bother them. Is there a. I mean, it's like an evolutionary else. mechanism. Not, it's not gross if it's yours. It's only gross if it's someone else's. Right. Like, doesn't that apply to most most things? My poop is – I don't like being around my poop. I don't like my vomit. I don't mind my blood. Um, but, but, I, but I hear you. <laughs> you, know, you know what I think is interesting? Um, but, uh, going back to the, the, the town hall yesterday. Mm-hmm. When, when I worked at CrossFit and, and when all the shit was going down, the Floyd 19 and, and, and the, 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 woke, the woke crowd was attacking and people like Katrin's Dota were virtue signaling and shit like that, those – balls um i'm out the, uh, there i'm out um uh they by the way if, you, if you're friends with those people you should know that that is you saw how those people react when shit hits the fan all those people that you saw react like that you should know you know that's how the all the people who like who immediately start posting black squares or like they do it right away or they just jump on the bandwagon that's what i mean by reacting those would be all bad parents did you get that's nice not, messages? That's not what you do. Say that again. Did you get any nice messages? Went during that time? Mm-hmm. Um That was a loaded question, by the way. No, not really. Because I No, not one. really. This one dude reached out to me and told me I should do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> CrossFit Livermore or something like that. He's like, he's like a doodle. <laughs> um, so um he actually came to my house and I did a podcast with him. <laughs> You're like I got fired. I'm like, so you got time for that podcast now? Or what? 
So, so the, the the new it's funny that the, the New York Times. Um, um, I'm gonna say something here that's gonna be pretty sharp. The New York Times, uh, Business Insider, and GQ, they all took shots, um, and they did ambiguous reporting during the Harvey Weinstein era when it was at its peak. They did ambiguous reporting on Greg and on CrossFit and on the culture there. And what do I mean by ambiguous? The headline would say something like. Uh, toxic environment and then they would never say anything it would be just like women feel uncomfortable there there was never like greg looked at me too long or Savon lifted up my skirt or someone asked me out or they tried to get us to drink at parties there was there, there was there was nothing uh, objective there nothing was said it was just all of these ambiguous like statements and then you filled in the blanks based on the crazy shit that other fucking executives were doing like matt lauer fucking supposedly locking the door and in fucking his secretary doggy style in there when she, when he knows she has a husband i mean that shit's fucking batshit crazy um and you could ask any woman there like like i'm basically scared of girls i don't make a lot of eye contact with girls i give i give them tons of space i've always been like that terrified of of women and so like there was there was nothing like that going on there that, that i ever saw there was a lot of drinking and partying that that we did you know but i never i still never saw anything crazy I saw more. I definitely saw more people being. I'm falling into the weeds here, but but be more inappropriate with Greg than him ever be inappropriate with other people. I saw a ton of inappropriate shit come his way, like crazy shit, like shit that like you had to peel people off the guy. Um, I apologize about that, by the way. <laughs> right, and it was both men and women. Um, uh, but so there, these organizations did that, and there was this attack, and the people who purchased CrossFit HQ. Um, gave Greg a huge, massive chunk of money and then got behind closed doors and you laughed, you laughed, you celebrated the fact that you stole this company from Greg, that you got it for such a good deal. Mm-hmm. And some of you were even complicit in organizing media to throw rocks at Greg, to try to devalue the company. So he would have to sell it for even less. And then you closed the doors and you giggled and you celebrated at the great coup that you did pulling it off. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I know people in the room now, people in the room are now talking about it. Hmm. And uh, I, I wonder what you think now. I wonder what you think now. Yeah. How, how do you feel now? You think you stole the company from him? You think you got a good deal? You think the New York Times, GQ, Business Insider is going to come save you now? They're going to write a nasty article about Sevon. It's going to hurt his podcast. <laughs> you think the memes guy is going to save you? You think the morning chalk up is going to save you? <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I've told you a million times. I do not know who's in charge over there. Stop talking to the public. From this fucking little office and from a couple other offices fucking around the country, podcasters and people are going to fucking eat you alive. Every time you open your mouth, you're inauthentic. You're liars. I pointed the lying out many, many times. That town hall was full of lies. How does – do you guys hate Justin Berg? How did you not let – why did not someone – why didn't someone stop him when they heard him saying that stuff? You pre-recorded that. That's the only reason why I know Nicole's not the CEO. She would have never let that go out. Her and Greg were crazy like that. Like, do it over. Do it over. Do it over. How did that shit go out? How did not some – does no one give the president feedback? He said gibberish for three minutes. 
But I'm telling you, you guys, you're you're gonna pay. Karma is a bitch, and it's not it's not on purpose. It's not vindictive. But man, shit's coming around. This podcast can be worth more than your company in five years, at the rate it's going. I'm not joking. That's not that's not a joke. That's not a joke. Yeah. I mean, we're here. We're here live. Anybody could jump into the comments. And in fact, if somebody came in and was and wanted, you know, but yet they're going to have a town hall trying to be sincere and transparent and address the affiliates. But yet it has to be rehearsed, pre-recorded, and still a flaw, and still just gibberish nonsense. Which I I tell you how bad it is. Yeah. Justin Burke said he's honoring the affiliates, and that's by doing the open, by doing the open shows. Dude, the open shows are done every year. What do you, what do you, what do you, you, he must not think that people are listening. Man, it was bad. I felt bad actually bringing Craig Howard on here because I know he, I know, I know Craig, Craig really wants this fucking thing to succeed. He really loves CrossFit. Mm -hmm. He's, and, and I feel bad sometimes having anyone on my show who's not ready to, um, dive into the unknown, dive into just the real, but, but man, he handled his business. He does really well. Yeah, he handled really? his business. Yeah, he he's he's uh, it was good. Um, okay, so I crossed that off my list. I just found it fascinating that that these big orgs. Um, it's a hey, different you, world, man. It's a different world now. Did it's you a see there's a a comment on my on that thing that I posted of um of a uh, Greg? It was like an old podcast that he yeah, was on. Yeah. And somebody was like, hey, what do we do here? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe there'll be another brand that just focuses on the mythology one day. And he tagged a bunch of people and said, who's going to start the Zoom meeting? And then a couple of them back said, I'm down. Who said that? Interesting. I don't know who? if I'm going to call it out, but you could go check it out on the. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> wow. Is that your most recent post? Uh, no, the most recent one was actually I clipped that piece of Nicole Carroll talking about in order to go the right direction or in order to go forward, we have to first look back where we came from. And then I basically was like, Nicole Carroll nailed this and then kind of summed up what we had talked about on the on the show as far as my thoughts as to what the plan of action, the short-term plan of action would be for CrossFit. Are, are you shadow banned? Me? Yeah. I can never find you. I oh. type in... I type in Matt Souza and, and it never comes up. And I follow maybe, you. Maybe because it's my full name. Matthew. <laughs> Gracious says from outside the living room with a zero. I didn't even know she, she was out. Dude, you're you're avid. You look like a black guy in your in your in your um, profile pic. That's kind of cool. Did you do that on purpose to like I, for like to get some street cred or something? I just changed it. Yeah, last night I said that I was bored. That's what I mean. I can't even. I don't even know what a black dude is anymore, or a white dude. Look at you. Look black as shit. You look like the. You look like our guest, uh, um, uh, Jordan Levitt, the Monkey King, the UFC fighter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, racist. Okay. Um, I want to see who this. By the way, that's his. That's his fighting nickname too. The Monkey King? Yes. Um, yeah, he's got a cool logo, too. That he uses. Wow. 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 Oh, shit. Did you just see what Wad Zombie just posted right now? No. On his on his Instagram account? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. 
Are you going to pull it up? <laughs> yeah. That's great about doing a, a show. You can just do it in real time. It literally posted one minute ago. It's You're going to like this. Found this on my phone. Not totally sure why I made it. Anyway, Harry Potter marathon today. Meaning he's going to watch a bunch of Harry Potter? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. <laughs> it's Justin Berg, Justin Berg, and then Rosa. I don't get it. Explain it to me. Does he get it? It's like I don't know if I get it, but what I took from it was that basically he just like Justin Berg just transformed into into Rosa. Oh, I'll say. I mean, oh man, I don't want to say anything nice. Oh, this is interesting. I've been subscribed since the beginning, and have notifications turned on, and never see your podcast. Our numbers do some weird shit. Yeah, they do. Our imagine, numbers do some weird imagine shit. Imagine where the growth would be if there was no shadow ban. Like on your personal Instagram, like my Instagram just shri- my Instagram just shrinks. Yeah, we've seen weird stuff happen with Apple. We've seen weird stuff happen with mm-hmm. with YouTube. Like I feel as if we're almost swimming upstream a lot of times with this stuff, you know? Um, well, you, um, th- th- there's a, a post I made. It says, this explains boys. We put that up. Thank you, by the way, metabolic health and fitness for ch- sharing that with us. One sec. It, it might be on the last page. What was the title again? I'm sorry. Um, this explains boys. It might be one of the last things I, I put up. Oh, here, someone explained it. No wonder I don't get it. I don't know Harry Potter. Berg is possessed by Rosa. Quirrell is possessed by Vold, Vold, Voldemort. He who should not be named. Is that is that, that what the character says? Yeah, that's like the whole thing in the series. I'm not really that into it. Grace hates it. So I, <laughs> I tried to get into it. I can't. Okay, this, I saw this, and this, for anyone who doesn't understand men, this is it. This is it. We would just love stuff. Yeah, why not? This is fuck Jerry. Why not? Yeah, yeah why not? This is it. This is what it's like being a boy. Like your principal's like you threw like like I bring a dozen eggs to school and I throw them at a car. And my principal's like, why did you do that? Oh, oh, I don't know. Why not? Uh-huh. And people are like, well, that's wrong. You don't. You, when you're a boy, you don't even think about that. You just do stuff. You just do stuff. That's why it's important to give boys direction because they'll just do that. <laughs> oh, this is look at this. They, this. They're testing out the goggles. It's so obvious what they're doing. I mean, it's awesome. Right? Absolutely. Do you agree with me, Susan? Yeah. I, we used to do the dumbest things. But I, we, used to have, we used to have this, like a go-ped, like a motorized scooter. And we had an old ski handle rope. And we would, like, attach stuff to it and then tow it. And On a like, moped? Oh, with a, behind a moped? Oh, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. And I would, like, have this, like, it was like an old-school recycling yeah. Ben, when it used to just be a tub. Do you know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we took it and I drilled a hole into it. We bungee corded it to a skateboard. And I just had my brother sit inside of it. And then I would just moped around. And then he would like hold the thing and lean out and just go super far out. Like it was so dangerous. I'm surprised nothing ever. Yeah, so that. dangerous, right? 
Um, how about this one that says boyfriend? Man, we're over the hour and 30 mark. Mm. I really want to get through so many of these. No, oh, this is great. Oh, this is just crazy. So this chick's doing a snatch and, oh, and she's wobbly oh. like a giraffe. But Damn. look at her boyfriend. That's what he doesn't even react. This is what I mean. This guy, this is the her boyfriend's the Buddha. Look at him. Uh, hello. It looked like is it he, hurt her hand more than anything else. Maybe, maybe. Okay, these are the options. Either she cheated on him last night, and he's like, "Yeah, karma's a bitch," <laughs> or he's like the Buddha. I mean this this video is crazy. She's doing a snatch. She backs up. She hits some bars. Then she drops the weight from overhead on her own neck, and she's holding her hand, right? Something bad yeah. happens to her hand right there. Yeah, because you see it smash against the beam. Oh, and like the that. boyfriend, though. The boyfriend Damn, doesn't man. give a shit. Or he does, and he's just watching. Maybe he yeah. cares. Maybe inside he's crying. Anyway, I thought this was a uh, a great example of not reacting uh right above it we have uh stupid people yeah that is scary right yeah i mean good thing she's not strong hey there was a video there's a video going around of a girl who's doing box squats at a global gym who dies it's it's tough we live in a, oh i love this yeah she dies oh, oh we live in a time where God. intelligent people are being silenced so stupid people won't be offended mm. wow we live in a time where intelligent people are being silenced so stupid people won't be offended. There's the guy out of Stanford, the most published living scientist alive today in the world named John Ioannidis. He said from fucking day one that, hey, COVID's already been everywhere. He did the math. It's nuts. It's nuts. And they silenced him. They silenced him. doesn't mean you have to be stupid though just don't buy it just don't 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 believe the hype okay so the workout i did was um i did uh first like like always i warmed up with the assault bike i did a uh, hundred calories in 10 minutes on the assault bike and then i did um 10 calories on the assault bike five bench press at 155 um five deadlift at 195 five weighted pull-ups uh with a with 21 pounds and i did 10 rounds of that while I watched UFC, it took me like 40 minutes, just really slow, but damn, I haven't deadlifted. I, so I deadlifted 195 for 50 reps. I bench fit 155 for 50 reps and I did 50 weighted pull-ups while right. riding the assault bike for rest. It was crazy. It was a fucking great workout. Anyway, for those of you who are strong, just add weight to it, but it, what, what a, what a, it was so fun. I don't normally do shit like that. This has uh, nothing to do with anything, but I would just like to say I'm still crushing it. I don't even think you're playing the game anymore. Who? Oh, oh, I am still playing the game. Trust me. Now I've learned. So, so Susan, and I have this thing, but I'm having to learn from Susan. He's, he's the master. You, you basically, I think it's correct me if I'm wrong. Susan, you turn on notifications for like big accounts. Yeah. So when they post and then you get notified and you go over there right away and you make a comment 
And if the comment's good enough and um, people will start liking it. And so we have this thing that it's like, who can get the most likes on someone else's account? Because no one comes to mine and Susan's account. <laughs> <laughs> and so we have this game. Hey, you know, it's funny. None of those translate into followers for me. I'm still losing followers. None of them translate into followers for me either. And a lot of times it's just a lot of back and forth. Like this, uh, no, that one didn't do that good. 208, but lots of comments, lots of comments. All right. Um, I, I, I think that's, oh my, I, I, damn it. This always happens. I thought I went through all of this and erased all of these, but this is like three weeks of fucking um, live call-in show notes. I don't. This happens to me all the time. Oh man, did you see Trevor Noah? I'll save that for next time. It's really incredible how many people are finally waking up. I. What do you think about these people who are like, oh my god? What do you think about these people who voted in Biden and now are like, oh shit, what did we do? Like this guy told me the other day, he goes, hey, I live in Europe. We hate we, we think we we all hate Trump and we think he's a narcissistic piece of shit and a racist and all of this stuff. And uh, um, what do you think? And I go, yeah, we that that's the way he was painted to us, too. But but can you show me some examples? I mean, but then, then someone like Trevor Noah is like saying on TV, we wouldn't be in this position today if Trump was president. And it's like, yeah, it's so obvious we wouldn't be in this position. Do we for, do we forgive those people? Do we trust those people? Do we like those people? Are those even the wrong questions to ask? Does it not matter about trust? I usually don't yeah. deal in the metric of trust. I don't or, know, man. It is, it's just so weird. It, it, I have a hard time buying into the whole like. What do you do with the guy who had sla- – he's 50 years old and he's had slaves his whole life and now he lets all his slaves free? You cool with him? That's a good question. The Joe Biden presidency is so bad. It's done so much damage to this country. Some people are like, well, the president doesn't have that kind of power, dude. Well, it's funny because those same, usually those same people, and this is an opinion for or against anything, but usually those same people that were saying that the president doesn't have that kind of power were also blaming Trump for everything. Yeah, and not only that, like they do have that power, not in the traditional sense that maybe like you think, like I can go, I have the power right now to go to my refrigerator and pull out a soda. But I have the ability to stand up here and be like, and 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 convince you all that it's important for you guys to drink soda. I'm gonna go have a coke right now and have the greatest workout ever. It's gonna give me access to immediately 100 calories of pure carbohydrate sugar load, and with that caffeine mix, I'm going to bench press more than I ever. Ha- I mean, that was that was basically um uh that's basically what the president is. He's our big cheerleader. He's the one that either makes us feel like victims or makes us feel like we're in control. He's he like um Trump would have never have said it's Putin's fault. Right, it's always going to come down to leadership, and right now we're producing a lot, a lot of weak leaders. Yeah, our, and, and weak leaders producing them, whatever you want to. Weak leaders hurt us. I hate to keep beating a dead horse, but the reason why Greg, uh, Greg, the reason why, well, Greg too, but the reason why Dave was such a great leader was is that he made you believe in yourself more than you believed in you, in yourself. He gave you tasks, and he did it. That's why the athletes liked him too. 
The famous story is the 100-pound dumbbell he put in the regionals. No one thought that they could snatch a 100-pound dumbbell. Mm-hmm. It became an event at the regionals. Yeah, Cleep has a good story about that. Yeah, it, it's pushing, it's pushing that, and, and it's pushing that goalpost. And and the, our current president is doing the opposite. He's not pushing the goalpost. He's but he's he, it's like what they did at the San Diego Unified School District. They said brown and black kids weren't doing well in school, so instead of like helping them, they lowered the goalpost. They reduced the requirements. Like this makes no sense to me. Right? How is anyone part of that? I want to tell. I want to do one more thing before we go. Yep. Joe Biden said that they want to fund the police. You have to know you have that's somewhere in here. The defund the police thing. Will you find that you mm-hmm. you have to know that if you are a Democrat, that that is what you stood for. You can't be like, well, not that. That's not OK. That's like not that's like taking a shit in the toilet and then being like, well, that's not mine. Take responsibility for who you voted into office. What happened is very, very simple. You voted for a president and a vice president who are deeply, deeply racist. They hate black people. And what they did is they pushed this agenda. Give me one second for you, please. They pushed this agenda that made it so that our society would hate police officers. They pushed this agenda that police officers are bad. They they scared our police who we have a civil uh, partnership with as human beings. On this planet, and that partnership is that they support us, we support them. Sure, there, there's way more bad people who aren't cops than who are cops. You understand that, right? The number of people cops killed versus the number of people regular citizens killed, there's no comparison, right? We put these fucking people in power who hated black people, and what they did is, is they, 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 they made cops the living personification of their hate. They did a whole huge push for that, and then cops stopped protecting these neighborhoods, and killing and crime has skyrocketed. And who suffered? Not me. Not Whitey in the hills. Not Whitey in Santa Cruz. But dudes in Chicago, dudes in San Francisco, cities destroyed, L.A. Because the police don't want to fucking be caught on tape doing their job anymore. Everything that fucking Biden did backfired. The whole BLM thing was one giant fucking racist movement. The entire fucking thing. The irony is is that so many people fall for those words that they jumped on board with it. And now he's saying fund the police. By the way, it's it's we're, it's beyond just funding the police now. It's beyond funding the police. There has to be the same way in the 50s. There, there was a time when people used to litter. Right. And we know and we know what kind of people still litter now. If you if you live in a city like I used to live in a city, you see there's some people who litter and there's some people who don't. You got good parents you raise. You don't fucking litter. But there was a time when everyone littered and there was a huge movement in the United States and they got everyone to stop littering. There's a campaign. There has to be a huge campaign supporting police officers. Huge, massive. So the people who want that job take fucking pride in it. Fund the police. That's like saying, that's like Hitler saying, for Biden to say that, that's like Hitler saying, save the Jews. It's (laughs) fucking idiocy. And that's what I mean. There's no, you can't, and someone might say to you, well, you can't lump all Democrats together. Well, then, then don't be a Democrat then. Because that that is your that's that's your shtick. Your things are print more money, big government, the government should tell people what to do. You're against freedom of speech, all big tech, that's all you guys. 
be racist, feel sorry for black people. Okay, go ahead and play this. I just can't, I can't believe, I can't. Go, go ahead, play this, please. Out here betraying his base once again. He said, We should all agree the answer is not to defund the police, it's to fund the police. Like, who who's we, Joe? Who is we? We did not vote for Joe Biden because we liked Joe Biden. We voted for Joe Biden to get Donald Trump out. Joe Biden didn't turn on his base. Joe Biden has never supported defunding the police. In fact, since 1994, he's been Mr. Tough on Crime. He wrote the 94 crime bill. And even as recently as 2020, he said this. So your inability to be informed on who you were voting for sounds like a personal problem. The issue was that you voted for someone that didn't hold your beliefs. It's time to vote for somebody who actually holds your values and not the party of slavery, Jim Crow, and the KKK. Oh! Oh! Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, thank you very much. Uh, To leave on a good note, it's a beautiful day today. Uh, Get out there and mix shit up. Let's work out. Let's party. Let's eat healthy. It's my fasting day. I never, I stopped eating uh, almost for two years now. I stopped eating on Saturday nights. I drink black coffee on Sunday and I start eating again Monday morning. I don't know if I recommend it for everyone, but definitely at 49 years old. No, I'm 50. Jeez, oh, <laughs> at 50, I highly recommend it. Spend as much time with your kids as you can. That's what I'm going to do for the rest of my day. Call your mom and dad. I'm going to go call my mom and try to get her to come with me. Uh, love on all your friends. And um, if your wife needs to be yelled at for not inviting the producer of your podcast to your birthday party, also get in some of that. Do not do that. Do not do not give her a guilt on that.